Start with 90. Work down to a roster of 53. Cards Camp, dawn of a new era. This is the dawn of a new era. Cardinals training camp coverage presented by Bud Light. Wolf and Luke Middays on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. All right, it is Wolf and Luke, except Wolf's not here. He is traveling to Minnesota for the joint practices tomorrow and uh, Thursday. So Jody Jackson is in for Wolf. And joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is Craig Grealoux, of course, broadcast digital content coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals. Gree, what's going on, man? Not too much. By the way, don't let Wolf know, but I gave him my seat on the plane. So he's going and I'm staying. Oh, look there at that. Go. So are you, you the only one? it was going to be 100 degrees. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe Paul Calvisi showed me their forecast yesterday at practice. 100 degrees in Minnesota, that's insane. Even worse, the humidity is 66%. Oh, my. Oh, that's... And they just moved up practice an hour. They were supposed to go our time, 10 to noon. They are now going to go 9 to 11, at least on Wednesday. Wow, that sounds awful. I know, one thing you can bank on is Minnesota is cool in the summer. Yeah, well, not not this year. Uh, I agree. So we are through two preseason games. we got just one left. Uh, Let's just start here. Has anything surprised you over the the training camp in the first couple games surprised i'm pleasantly surprised by how well the first team offensive line has held up especially yelda froholt who i thought was going to be challenged to be that starting center week one and i think that is his position and it's been his position to lose so i like the first team offensive line i like the depth Outside of that, as far as surprises, no, we just had a, a lot of questions going into training camp and going into the preseason that, you know, have we had those questions definitively answered? I'm not quite sure, like at running back, defensive line depth, the cornerback opposite Marco Wilson. Um, but the one thing that has really stood out is just how well in pass protection and opening up rushing lanes that offensive line is. I guess Agreed. The thing a lot of people are wondering is, you know, Colt McCoy, is he in fact the starter? I think we all think that Jonathan Gannon is leading that, leaning that way. What do you expect in this game as far as quarterback reps and, and will Colt even play? I don't think Colt will play, Jody. That's just my guess because of the importance of these pre- these joint practices on Wednesday and Thursday. I think you're going to see a lot of Clayton Toon, a lot of David Blau, perhaps Jeff Driscoll if he's healthy enough. But I think the emphasis, though, is going to be on these joint practices. It's more of a controlled environment. You can do a lot of bit, a lot of things different as opposed to when you get into a game-like setting. And despite what was said, or rather what was not said yesterday by Jonathan Gannon, I do expect Colt McCoy to be the Week 1 starter. And to me, that's never changed, not even... I mean, with the exception of not knowing Kyler Murray's status, but I've always gone in with the assumption and the expectation that Colt was going to be the starter. And Clayton Toon, let's be honest, has not done anything to unseat Colt now have they looked good? No, I think the quarterbacks have been uneven at times, but there has been nothing that Clayton has done that stands out to where you're like, all right, he gives us a better chance to win than someone who's been in the league 14, 15 years, and that would be Colt. We're talking to Craig Grealu. Uh, Gree, Isaiah Simmons, not the best game on Saturday. I mean, we've seen this guy make fantastic plays at the NFL level. I know it hasn't been consistent enough. He's been moved around. Now he's got a new coaching staff. 
What do you what do you see for him this season? And and I guess the bigger question, the one I keep asking Wolf, or we keep talking about on the show, is is there a path to him being here beyond this upcoming season if he plays well? It's on his shoulders. Whether he wants to remain with the Cardinals, remain in the league, it's up to him to perform. And what we saw on Saturday was not good. And you always talk about preseason games. You want to stand out on film. Well, Isaiah stood out for all the wrong reasons on Saturday night. It's not necessarily a new position. He played a lot of safety last season. He played a lot of safety all of the past two off-seasons. So it's a position that he's familiar with. Are they asking him to do a little bit things differently than he has been done in the past? Perhaps. But this is all... This is not coaching. This is on the player to figure out how he can best do his job, what he is being asked to do, and then go out and do it. And the key word you mentioned, Luke, was consistent. He has not been, talking about Isaiah Simmons, he has not been a consistent player. The routine plays. Yeah, he makes that highlight, real turnover play, but it's the consistent every series every quarter play first quarter play that I think has been lacking with Isaiah Simmons I think for me the other question is I mean defensive line is is certainly a question but let's go to cornerback because I like what I've seen from uh, Keitrell Clark for sure and we know what Marco Wilson can do I feel like it did fall off big time, though, in that second quarter. The tackling was poor from a number of guys. It wasn't just the cornerback position. But what are you seeing in the secondary as far as the corners? There's a lot of youth at that position, Jody, outside of Antonio Hamilton. And if you want to go back to one of your first questions as far as the surprise, just seeing Antonio Hamilton run consistently with the twos with the expectation that he was going to be that starting cornerback opposite Marco Wilson. But you're going to need a lot of depth at that position, whether that's Marco Wilson, Christian Matthew, Keetro Clark, Antonio Hamilton. And then the wild card in all this is Garrett Williams, who we've yet to see on the field, still rehabbing from that ACL injury he suffered in college so there's five guys right there and then the idea that perhaps you see maybe Jalen Thompson play a little slot corner maybe Isaiah Simmons play a little slot corner or Buda Baker play a little slot corner so there's youth there's going to be some growing pains especially with Matthew going into his second year and Clark going into his first year in the league he has stood out But as we saw on Saturday, there are plays where he is going to get beat. And you have to have that short-term memory to where, all right, you got me here. Now let's line up again and go again. Agree. The the first and second team defense looked pretty decent against Denver. The first team defense looked, I would say, decent against Kansas City, too. How much do you read into that? And then the flip side is, are you worried at all about the pass rush that was there against the Broncos but really wasn't against the Chiefs? Quality of opponent, I think you have to take that in consideration the Broncos to the Chiefs but the edge rush and the pass rush or the lack thereof no quarterback hits no quarterback sacks and it doesn't matter how good of a secondary you have Luke as far as cornerbacks or safeties if you cannot affect the quarterback get them off their spot then they've got all time to throw I think Patrick Mahomes even mentioned that he stood in the pocket longer just to kind of wait for that hit because he wanted to get hit to feel it going into the regular season and he was not touched and that would be a concern moving forward because if you can't get into the backfield it doesn't matter if you're getting a sack or not but just making that quarterback uncomfortable to kind of help your secondary and that was 
basically not there at all on Saturday against Kansas City. I think the the thing, too, uh, and everyone gets excited about preseason, wants to see Clayton Toon and a lot of the new players. But I, I don't know, Gree, I keep coming back to Colt McCoy's experience. Zach Ertz has been activated now. He'll be ready to go for the regular season. A- and Hollywood Brown. I mean, how, how much are those three guys going to be so crucial to this season? And I would even add James Conner as well. Yeah, for Because sure. this coaching staff, they want to run the ball. And James Conner, for my money, was the standout of training camp. He's looked outstanding running the ball. No, they're not tackling to the ground, but he just has that burst, and he's finishing plays. He's running all the way down to the goal line, even if he the whistle blows and he stopped after five or six yards. Plus, we've seen a handful of outstanding catches. He continues to impress in the passing game. So James Conner, Zach Ertz, provided he can come in right away and be that safety blanket, if you will. You're going to see a lot of double tight ends, three tight ends, if you will. And I think those two, Connor and Ertz, certainly can be the quarterback's best friend. And then we'll see with Hollywood Brown, can he be that number one wide receiver to where you're beating guys off the line of scrimmage and whether it's a short route or you're going deep because we do know he has the speed to do it can he get off the line of scrimmage and this passing game be a little bit more vertical as opposed to horizontal Greece since you gave up your uh, seat on the plane to Wolf are you the only one that's still here like are you, you have the, the <laughs> facilities all to yourself at this point there is more parking available which has been nice but uh, yeah, this it's uh, it's pretty empty, and it's going to be that way the rest of the week. Well, Gree, we appreciate you uh, you checking in, man. We'll talk to you again soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Gree.